Welcome to Not Man Enough Podcast. We're back. Everyone's here. Yep. What's up? Yep. Matt? What's up? <laughs> Matt's the star of the show, so. I am. Yeah. I am. Hopefully oh, he, he is. is. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's right. I see it. He's gleaming. <laughs> That's just the sweat glistening in the light. <laughs> yeah. We talked he's, a little bit off air about how just intensely sweaty Matt is right now. He's under question. I'm not even sure that was off air. Really, we have Matt oh, you're hooked right, up to a lie detector test right now, and we're about to ask him some serious questions. <laughs> that would actually be a blast. I'm not going to lie. That would be fun. That'd actually, be really no. Fun. That, actually, don't. Not for me. <laughs> don't do it to me. It'd be fun if it was for you. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, hold on. Right First in time. Only thing I've done good in my life. First time that he's ever done it. Yeah, about to hear all about that. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to. Hold on. Can you get it right, though? Do you know the actual? Go. All right. Let's see. Go. Oh, let me go look on my phone real quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not Man Enough Podcast on Instagram. Look us up. Logo's the same. You'll find us. Um, Twitter, it's not <laughs> Sam, Sam, I always look at Sam because I know I'm like okay because you know I know but I yeah, won't yeah. help yeah not man underscore enough that's right and our password is <laughs> someday is, you're gonna give it I, I will give it someday um yeah anyway <laughs> yeah so we're continuing the series of um uh the men behind the mic and basically it's our testimonies just so that you can get to know us a little bit better um, yeah, that's not allowed. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we, hey, we do need like, get some of those, uh, dump button things. I know. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be nice. Where you cough buttons, whatever. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we're off subject. Um, so yeah, we're doing, uh, our testimonies just so you don't get to know us and so that y'all can kind of, um, know our past and, and know kind of where we're coming from and, and maybe it's an encouragement also um, because if, if you listen to the first episode that we did in the series, we kind of explained the point of the testimony, right, of a testimony is that it's not the gospel itself, but it can be an encouragement to believers and it can... It can lead to the sharing of the gospel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and but so, the gospel is all that Christ has done and what who, right. who he is and what he's done. It's not about uh, the particulars and the scenarios that have happened in our life, but everything about right, him. Right, because ultimately what we experience is subjective, but it doesn't mean that it can't. Um, yeah, yeah. The Lord uses our trials, our tribulations, yeah. our sufferings, our, our just things that we've experienced, our experiences to help his just yes. people That's in different right. ways that even we can't see very clearly, but he does. Anyway. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> it sounded like I was saying anyway, just like, yeah. All right. Like that's good. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to say it like that. It's not that. about you, Sam. He's, he's like, he's like, I'm so ready to question Matt here. Let's get, get him hooked I, up here. He, he he is, check his blood pressure. He is marrying my daughter. So yeah. this is going to be fun. The questions might be very pointed. Like very, and the answers might be very vague. Oh, yeah. so this is why Jonathan so, really yeah. wanted to spearhead this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, so Matt, how do you plan on providing for a family? <laughs> That's nothing to do with your testimony. I'll care. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, anyway, why do you think you're worthy of marrying my daughter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the answer to the, the first one is panhandling. 
uh, uh, answer to the second hey, one. as long as it provides. I, this, I know. Okay. It yeah. never specifies uh, how to provide. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm right. waiting on the answer to the second question. <laughs> anyway. You forgot already, didn't you? I forgot the second question. <laughs> <laughs> He's not worthy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so let's... Let, Let's kind of start. Okay, so... Also panhandling. Yeah. <laughs> because I panhandle. And so, <laughs> one day we're going to start. Um, yeah, so Matt, okay, so you grew up in a Christian home. I did. Okay, because I've met your parents and they're awesome. Um, met a lot of your family, actually, and all of them are great. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so you were raised in a Christian home from birth to, to not, I wouldn't say now because you've already moved out, but yeah, I yeah. was, I was able to quote scripture fresh out of the womb. <laughs> no, it was just imparted. It was imparted. He leaped for joy in the womb. <laughs> yeah. Like John the yeah. Baptist. Yeah. Like, that's actually what my mom, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but that's no, part yeah. of his testimony. Yeah. They shared the gospel <laughs> while he was in the womb and from then on. Yeah. Yeah. No, so give us a little bit of a uh, context of uh, kind of what kind of household you were raised in, and that will kind of lead maybe into the rest of your testimony. Yeah, so I was, uh, like you said, raised in a Christian house, um, middle-ish. There is I'm no- sorry. Hold on. The house was Christian? The house was a Christian. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> this house was blessed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I was, <laughs> I was raised in a Christian home, and um, my dad was... Um, kind of, he was a full time pastor for a while, then bilocational for a little while. Oh, so we got a PK in our midst. I was He's stereotypical one too. PK. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, very stereotypical one. But um, homeschooled my whole life. So, I mean, just kind of came along with the you know Christian home aspect of it. it and 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 homeschooling. Let me ask you this because this. This might play into your testimony. I don't know, but let me ask you about that. Um, homeschooling. So back when I was a kid and I was homeschooled, like there was a lot of other homeschool kids that they didn't have a lot of contact with the outside, the outside world. world. Where would you peg yourself in that? Did um, you, I mean, did well, y'all interact with other people? Yeah, I had, I grew up in an, like a neighborhood. Okay. So I had friends from like, I had one of my best friend growing up. We were friends from like five to 15. Okay. So, and he was not homeschooled and stuff. I actually didn't ever have really any homeschool friends growing up. Okay. Well, that's the, the, the story of my, basically my, yeah. yeah. The context yeah. I grew up in, and I know it's a lot different nowadays, but homeschooling was not as cool when I was. No, homeschooling so like, was definitely not cool to, when I was a, kid. There used to be a thing called homeschool testing and it was like state required wherever you had to go like, yeah. and do like a test mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was all like really weird kids. Oh, or yeah. like, or I think I know what you're talking or about. Or like kids who thing. couldn't oh, go to school. They yeah, were like kicked yeah. out of all the local schools. So yeah. they were homeschooled. So they're like the kids with like hoodies on. Yes. When it's 95 outside and you're like, what's going on here? And then the kid over there is like too enthusiastic with like 45 sharpened pencils, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, this no, is I mean, it, it is a thing. Like when I was growing <laughs> up, kind so of, specific. now I'm a lot older than y'all, but at the same time, when I was growing up, yeah, no, like a lot of the homeschoolers, they were completely separated from any semblance of having any kind of social life at all. Yeah. Um, but that's not you. You you had a social life. It sounds like so. Yeah, they, yeah and I was they'd kinda, always wear like 
jackets, even if it's like 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Like, yeah, it makes no sense. It's yeah. the only thing the bow tie goes with, okay? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's modesty. Yeah, yeah. and that, <laughs> that was a common thing. Like, And that was a joke I got a lot, especially later in my teens, was like, oh, yeah. when Because I was more talkative. So they were like, what? I thought you were homeschooled. You know, it was like a constant, <laughs> like, oh, you should be you know, quiet in their mind. Yeah, quiet and in the corner. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I should be telling uh, about another thing that homeschoolers need socialization <clears throat> too. Yeah. Yeah. It is well, important. <laughs> it is. But, actually. uh, um, anyway, so then, I mean, homeschooled grew up going, I mean, I, I don't remember ever like missing church besides when I was sick. I said, my dad pastored a couple churches here and there. We went, we actually bounced around quite a bit cause he did a lot of fill in preaching and then, Around, I'm not sure of the date, um, 10, 11-ish or so like that was when, and I've told this story before, is um, just I was kind of convicted of my sin, I think. I'm unsure right. of of when I was saved, and that will play into the later. Well, I don't think you're saved then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until you give me a date. And a time to the minute, actually to the second atomic. And clock. it has to be written in your King James you. Version Bible, actually yeah. in the it, front of it. It probably is written in a Bible somewhere. Okay. Well, so but, yeah, no, go, go go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, and and I was, I remember, like I don't remember a time I didn't believe, right, in God, and you know, like I always believed in God in the Bible, but was not. Like I didn't understand it, you know, and then, and then I, I remember. You didn't have hold of the gospel yet. Yeah. And I, I remember gotcha. it was actually late one night thinking through of just thinking through of my sin mm-hmm. and it like f- just clicked all of a sudden. I was like, oh, wow. Like if I don't wake up, I'm going to wake up. Like I'll, I'll go to hell. Yeah. And so it was kind of a fear, which, you know, I, th- I don't think that's a wrong thing. You know, it's a, it no. was a conviction of my sin, yeah. I think. You believe that God would do yeah. what he said he would do. And I went and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's belief. True, true. And I went and talked to my dad. Um, I remember I went and woke him up in the middle of the night, talked to him because I was, I mean, I was actually like. Oh, you were genuinely, I was, yeah, I was, you were freaking out. I was freaking out, yeah. yeah. I was like, I couldn't sleep. And uh, went and talked to him. He talked me through it and just kind of, I remember we just opened up the Bible and he just took me to different passages and we just and ended up praying. And I got baptized. Um. I don't know, a few weeks later after that, but let me, let, let me just hit on that. That's awesome. By the way. Yeah. Amen. I yeah. mean, kind of, kind of like, um, having that experience with your dad that he brings you through the gospel and stuff. No, I just, I just wanted to hit on that because that, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't a, and not to, I mean, this is just praise for my dad, but it wasn't a stereotypical, like I'll pray for you. Right. Or something. He was like, no, like, you, you, he's like, pray, pray to God, and right. ask, ask for salvation. Yeah, it wasn't like, hey, walk in the aisle, sinner's prayer type of deal, yeah, or no, raise your it, hand. It, it, it was, wasn't that. He yeah. literally brought you to scripture, and it was like, okay, <clears throat> what are you doing with this? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. You, you. He, and he just, you do need to repent of your sins and yeah. believe the gospel. And um, then on, I had a little bit of, of, um, I don't know what you call it, new believer, if you, you know, whatever that energy of where I was really enthusiastic and I remember telling my friends and stuff and actually like talking to my best friend, which I mentioned a while ago that Mm -hmm. lived, he lived two houses over me and him talked a lot about it. And, um, 
and just for a while. But then as time went on, I started getting closer to my teenage years. I started kind of straying, I guess you say. But like I said, this is why I lean towards, I don't know if I was saved then. I don't think that's necessarily important though. No, it's not. I don't think it's necessarily important to know the exact time if I was yeah, saved neither here and, nor there. Yeah, and was back. And that's because you you believe now. Because I believe now. <laughs> that's right. Because I even look back and think I might have been saved when I was very well could have been. I actually have the same thoughts. As like, yeah. I was either saved then, I could have been saved in my teens, I, I could have been saved way. when I was twenty something. Yeah. Because of there was backsliding. But but the reason why yeah. I think that you just just to comment on that, I think the reason why we struggle with that is because now that we're saved and we're, we're believing now, we look back and we see God working in our lives throughout our whole, you know, in our lives. Yeah. Whether before or after, you don't understand what I'm saying. And we don't know these things like exactly what happened yeah. or when it happened, but that's beside the point. God was always working in our lives mm-hmm. to bring us to true faith and so i think that's why it becomes confusing yeah yeah i think it's also like not trying to like i think it's also just to point out from that is that the ground of our assurance doesn't come from our obedience and then because our our obedience and our 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 servitude to to god fluctuates so much yeah and so the ground of our assurance of our salvation is always going to be grounded on Christ, which you're doing now, which That's is right. like yeah. now now you look back and you're like, I'm not sure, but in a sense, it's like you have assurance now because you're looking to Christ, yeah, you're not looking to that experience yeah. Yeah. and whenever That's, you're yeah. in it, whenever you're in it, it's like guys we can't we can't look to ourselves, we can't look to how we're doing as the ground as the basis upon which we have assurance in our salvation. It's always Christ. It's always what he's done. Yeah. And I right. just thought that'd be good to like point out no. and encourage people with in yeah, a sense like that's, that, because that's super I good. feel yeah. like in yeah. all our lives, we have instances where we fluctuate, you know, we, where yeah. we go, where, where we backslide, where we start sinning more. And it's like, man, it, I can't believe I did that. And I call myself a Christian, you know, yeah. but it's like, look right. at David. It's like, look yeah. at Samson. We've talked about Samson. It's yeah. like, you know, the thing that we need to evaluate our soul upon and test whether, hey, am I right with God, is always on the basis of Christ. It's through the lens of Christ. That's right. And I just thought that'd be helpful for listeners. But anyway, go ahead. No, no. That's, that was a very important. I was, I was going to kind of hit on that a little bit because I've kind of came to that conclusion later on in my life. Right. And uh-huh. some of it stemmed from throughout my teen years and even up into my later teens, early 20s, like I struggled with that thought like it was I evaluated myself on obedience and a very inward looking you know just just constantly self-evaluating trying to roll up your sleeves and yeah, yeah just and, be and a better I, person I, yeah, always, <laughs> I, that's how I, I really struggled a lot with you know the pull up your boots well, here let me just prove myself legit to myself yeah, if let, I just obey this much and if I just do this much then I'll know that I'm saved and yeah. it's like you never find, found even, the end of it or even even now he yeah. can look back and not be sure exactly <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying but it, the reason he is sure is because, because of Christ, Christ. that's yeah. right yeah. That's, no, a, that's the whole point that we're is making. such a testament yes. right there yeah. it, Dude, it, it I love that and now I look back and I and I think of it differently when I look back and I see and I don't look at it and evaluate anymore. I'm, I'm evaluating now because we're talking about it, but I don't look back and evaluate anymore of like, oh, when was I saved or not? I look back and I, and I say, thank God for his providence. Amen. Yep. Because that's it. Yeah. 
because of all these situations that I avoided and not because of me, but because I just look and say, you know, thank God. Like he, he removed me from situations. That That's right. Terrible. But anyways, uh, so I, and, and, and by the way, you could even say that about the things that we did get involved in that we shouldn't, that God used those things to even bring us. Oh yeah. yeah to depend yeah. on him. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. And, and, um, so then went on, I started hitting around 12 or so and started skateboarding. Oh no. Oh man. It was the, Here comes it was the culture all, along with yeah. it. <laughs> it was the skull on the bottom of the skateboard. Wasn't that was it? it? That was, that was not, not my time. I don't know what time <laughs> error you're talking about over here. There but must've been some demons, demons attached to that. We did. We did Go like ahead, do I'm a sorry. bunch of like, we, my era was like Sharpies on the grip tape. Oh like yeah. Getting like silver Sharpies and drawing stuff on the grip tape. You didn't cut it. You got to cut that grip tape. I had some friends did that, but like oh, legit skaters. Yeah. It looks cooler. I did designs in well, mine. It, yeah. well, not to dog on. Sorry, I was about to say something. I'll leave it. I was gonna say legit skaters didn't do that. The like it was kind of the like ramp well, guys and stuff did that, but like street skaters, you need that grip. I think know? the sharpie is Hold a on. poser move. <laughs> just to let you know, by the time I was done, I did just have the one gap and to show the brand name in the middle. Yeah, and I knew the rest guys. Of it I knew you guys that did yeah. that. But we did we did corny stuff like we had little groups and stuff you know like we'd write our group names on there and so but then as the culture goes I was pastor kids too you know pastor kid too pastor kids because my brother was involved in this too and he's a part of part of it too but um, the culture got worse it, it turned from just skating and um, I mean you know running from the cops, which sounds really bad, but like, you know, we were always getting kicked out of places. Yeah. Like just, you know, old ladies calling the cops on us because we're loud or, you know, I remember one time getting a noise complaint for the, in the middle of a downtown area for the cracking of the, like from the board hitting the ground. And so we're like, yeah, and they called, they called the police on us and the police actually showed up and like told us we had to leave. And we're like, we're in the, there's cars everywhere. We're not louder than the cars. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's ridiculous. But neither here nor there. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. But, and as the, the culture started to go downhill and all my friends started getting into, um, really started out with just smoking weed and amen. <laughs> he did not mean that guys. <laughs> the gateway. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, I'm just joking. Heroin. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get there. Not for me. I didn't do heroin. Okay. Yeah, but um, and I was probably the last one, which I was a lot younger than all my friends. Yeah, I think I was like 12, 13. I was probably thirteen around now. And they all started smoking weed and stuff. And eventually, I got convinced, peer pressure, peer pressured in to to smoke weed with them. Taking of the devil's lettuce. Huh? Yeah, a Come pretty, a pretty girl. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, a pretty girl convinced me. <laughs> I thought I'd roll. Nah, that's all it takes. I didn't even hear what you said, but no, the, you think about the no, pretty the, girl. Yeah, no, 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 I wasn't. But that's what convinced me eventually, and then I started. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I started going along with them, doing what they were doing. Yeah, and it just slowly progressed from there to. It started to get worse and worse, and just more. I mean, it's just part of that culture. Like, 
as soon as you start getting involved in a lot of that stuff, like drug dealers, all that stuff, it just... Yeah, it's like once your friends are all doing it, it's like you can't hang out without doing it at that point. Yeah, and, and it was it was like a daily thing, yeah. smoking weed, and but we still just like goofed off and skateboarded. Yeah, yeah. And so, stuff. But then it progressed into actual like criminal stuff like yeah. well, well not that smoking weed is started criminal, but you started, started stealing twinkies at the store yeah <laughs> actually yeah. but uh <laughs> clearly look at them <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm getting yeah but uh i actually don't eat twinkies. i need to stop being so sarcastic people aren't gonna <laughs> realize i am yeah no i i find it funny yeah they're gonna but actually think you're overweight anyways it progressed time went on it started getting really really rough and like I said, they were all older than me. My brother was who I hung out with a lot. He was, he's a few years older than me. And it started going downhill really quick with um, just pills. Started A lot of them started selling. And um, at this time, I'm probably like 14, 15-ish or so. Then I remember going to uh, my parents didn't know about most of this. Well, they didn't know about any of the really illegal until stuff. they listen to this. Yeah, until they listen to this. They no, they know they know like now some of this. I'm stuff. kidding. <laughs> That's fine. But I remember they still made us go to church, so we, we kind of hit it and would still you know show up Wednesday nights and stuff like that. And actually, like I've told you all this too, like I would we would show up high. Yeah, we would smoke on the way to church and stuff like that. Usually, we'd skateboard before and like hang out with our friends and then go to church. Now, I remember going to a new church and went to the youth group and I was high. I was, and I remember that was the first time I was in a youth group that I felt uncomfortable. And I feel that way now. Yeah. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I'm in the youth groups, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Just kidding. Anytime I'm at church high, I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> but, no, I remember, I remember being like realizing like starting to think through and I was like, I realized I'm like, Oh wow. And not that they were like great people or something, but the other youth groups I had been a part of, like you kind of justified it. Cause like I smoked weed with the people in the right, and like hung out with them and stuff. And yeah. it was like, I remember like they were just, you know, at least somewhat moral people. And I remember it, like I started like thinking through things of realizing I'm like, okay, wow. Like I'm still like the youngest one in this room. And I'm like way worse than all these people. <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing terrible things that they have no idea. And I'm just hiding it all and start realizing like how sinful I was. And it's, it's all kind of a blur. That point in my life was, was really chaotic. A lot of things were going on. Um, a lot of just bad stuff started happening in my family. And um, so I don't remember really like timeline like at all right I, I don't know why it's like it's almost like it's blocked out in no, my memory I, com I completely understand no, I that's what, that's there's actually times in my life where like i've completely forgot things yeah yeah and somebody's done like major things and they've mm -hmm. told me and i've been yeah. like whoa that did happen also yeah. the weed doesn't help that's true <laughs> yeah it, and i didn't it, even have that issue yeah. <laughs> but but i remember like stopping that my my brother started getting messed up in some like really sketchy stuff and that like really scared me a lot so I like quit going with him and hanging out with him and then just stuff with him and my family kind of fell apart. So how old are you right now? Probably in this about situation? 15, 15, maybe 15. Right. 
like I said, it's really fuzzy of when it all actually happened. So you're 15 right now? <laughs> 15. <laughs> <laughs> you That's sound good. like so mature for your age. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gotta be. Hearing my sister. This was yesterday, actually, the, what I'm talking about. No, I'm just. Um, but anyways, I remember it just got to a really like dark point in my life. And I started getting super depressed. And I remember I was also interested in a girl in the youth group. But there was like that deep down I knew I was like, well, I can't even, I can't pursue, um, you know, anyone. I'm like, I'm a terrible person. And I just remember like, like all this stuff going on. A lot of, like I said, a lot of bad stuff. And, but I remember um, I started, um, I just had a lot of, free time i just didn't have much to do during this time period because i lost i was i couldn't drive my brother wasn't at home anymore and i remember staying up at night and i would actually um just read my bible because i didn't have anything to do like wow didn't have a cell phone didn't have and i would i remember i started just reading my bible on my own and i hadn't done that since i was probably 11 12 where like my mom still that was, was homeschool at this time so we still did bible a part of our you know, curriculum, curriculum kind of, yeah. But like, I started reading on my own, and I started like realizing, kind of like how your testimony too, where it was like, I, I, it just started becoming more clear of like, I'm, I am a sinner, like I'm a yeah. terrible sinner, like I'm, I'm just started to weigh on you. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm playing, uh, the hypocrite, like fully, yeah. because I, I was still going to church. I mean, even for some of this, my parents still. Like they didn't even know about all this. They probably would have told people I was a good Christian boy, you know, or something. Right. You know, like right. Like they knew I had some struggles, but they didn't know it was that bad. <clears throat> also majorly addicted to pornography. Yeah. Struggled really bad with that throughout my teens. Um then ended up I remember those I just remember vaguely, like I said, reading through the Bible and I remember praying a lot. And I stopped hanging out with all those people. Yeah, I started trying to make friends at the new church because I was like, okay, well, I need friends. I can't hang out with those people. So I started trying to make friends. And like I said, I used to tell people that was when I got saved. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So what, so this church, it has a youth group. Um, Is it? I mean, is it just kind of your basic Baptist church? Yes. Okay. Very basic Southern Baptist. Okay. Um, watered down for sure. Very watered down. Right. Did it have fog machines? No, no. This was okay. like out in the country Southern Baptist. <laughs> okay, I got you. Like the, the pastor. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, not to, not to, I don't know if I should even say it, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say anything negative. I'm, I'm not, no. I'm not dogging on the people. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I was just trying to get an idea. That's all. <laughs> no, no, I won't say it. But <laughs> it's like say it. <laughs> very Southern people, which I didn't fit in with really well, even yeah. though I did grow up like kind of southern yeah well skaters are never yeah, usually country. i'm like the dude wearing i'm no. skateboarding in the parking lot after because i was still skateboarding at this time i'm skateboarding in the parking lot after church while they're like talking about their new fishing rods and stuff and i'm like i'm like man you losers yeah no i can relate to a kickflip no i look i can totally relate to this because like yeah 
yeah. a lot of people growing up. I was into skateboarding and all that stuff, and like they start talking about like they're hunting and fishing and stuff, and I'd like I could, I I could care less. Yeah, like, I couldn't care less. I'm but, sorry, I have to say that. Yeah. Go it's, ahead. Good, it's good we get things grammatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and I, at this point in my life, I'd, I look back now and I know for sure, I think, and some of it stems from the atmosphere of, um, I mean, the churches I was raised in and stuff, just a lot of, a lot of, um, weak doctrine, a lot of, uh, misconceptions with the gospel. It's kind of shallow. Yeah. And, uh, mixture of law gospel yeah majorly. like i didn't know that i couldn't have explained any of that at the time yeah 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 like i i i could have pointed out flaws maybe you know here mm-hmm. and there but like i i majorly struggled throughout this time in my life and how with, did how did that kind of affect you though the well that's where I, I was saying is i i struggled with that with the law gospel of yeah so i kind of got the mindset of fixing it myself uh-huh yeah of like i said pulling myself up by my bootstraps <laughs> really thinking uh the prove yourself gospel yeah yeah and like full obedience well i gotta i gotta be perfect like i was just like that always feels great when you fail yeah and i was like i said well you do have to be perfect if you're trying to earn god's favor yourself true yeah that's what i was trying to do that's why i was saying it feels yeah it was very sarcastic it feels terrible and i remember trying to do that i remember failing like I say, fail, falling back into like pornography here and there, and having the mindset of, uh, well, I need to fix this before I can even pray, before I can even, yeah, you know, before I can return to God. Like I have to fix myself and stuff, which yeah. is all that's just uh, rather con- than thinking God is the one who cleans me, who fixes <clears throat> me. Yeah, yeah, and that was just a confusion of of just understanding the gospel like i just didn't truly yeah. understand the gospel i had very weak doctrine and not and this is not a uh dog on my parents at all by any means it was just the what we were all yeah. a part of like my parents just is what they were raised in it's what they knew and it's like and i had some solid teachings around me but it was very few um but then i started so during this time period i started pursuing a girl too is she in the youth group? Yes. Okay. Dude, it's crazy how similar your story is to Jonathan's. Very they are. Similar. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, kind of weird. So I started. I started. Minus uh, talk- the devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I started. But the talk- crack's the same. The, yeah. We both. <laughs> we both okay. No, I'm just kidding. I never okay. did. Never did crack. I, sorry, I can't stop with it. <laughs> can't stop with the sarcasm. The crack or the sarcasm. <laughs> the crack or the sarcasm. How's you beat me to it? Sorry, I just can't stop doing it. <laughs> but so I started talking to this girl. Liked her a lot. Um and got shot down actually initially. And then Which made you wanna pursue more. Yeah. Yeah, it just made me I was like, How dare you shoot me down? You know, like no, I'm just nah, I'll be back. Yeah. Well, there is a sense where it's it was, like it indifference. Yeah. Indifference does make you like want to win it. You know what I mean? There was like, I do want to win this person over. Yeah. Anyways, ended up start, starting to date her when we were, we were, I was, they got just turned 16 when we like actually started dating. I know I just turned 16 actually. 
and um, we started dating around, and then, I mean, probably about six months in or so, left the church there. Some things really fell apart at that church. Okay. Won't go into a lot of detail, but um, her dad and my dad started teaching Wednesday night, and uh, we're doing, like, a basic, like, walk through a book of the Bible. And pretty much after, like, the second chapter, got asked to leave the church. Wait, wait. Your dad did? Both. Both? Yeah. They got a lot of pushback in a class over something they said. I can't even remember what it is now. They were going through, like, James or something. But it was, like, something I remember even as a teen, like, when they told me, I was like, what? Like, it was, like, something very easily... And they were, they got pretty much, well, just, okay. So like we did an episode on like, uh, I think it was called the king of the, you're not the king of the hill. Yeah. What what would you say that rank would be of that doctrine? Like we talked about there being primary, secondary, tertiary doctrines. What would you say that rank was? I can't say for sure. Cause I can't remember, but probably a secondary. Okay. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Well, just to tell you how, just, just to tell you how, but after that they were going through Matthew or something. Maybe it was before that. And I remember there was a time where my dad literally just read. I think it was my dad. Yeah, it was my dad. I remember we're sitting in this Wednesday night and he reads, he's reading Matthew. And one of the guys stands up and says, I disagree with that. (laughs) And my dad looked at him and was like, I didn't say anything. He's like, that was, it was unequally yoked. He talked about being unequally yoked. I think Mm, it was, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it, I know that's what it was. Yeah. He hadn't even said anything about he it. He literally just he read literally it in the text, and the guy stood up and said, "I disagree with that." <laughs> and I remember, and that was, and then they pretty much after that, it just it was like the you know nobody within the church yeah, would really stand up for him. Yeah, it's even probably time to leave him. anyway. Yeah, even yeah. people who agreed. I remember the pastor being like, "Yeah, I agree with you," but and well, I mean, right there, that's all you need is. The butt. So how did this yeah. like affect you though? Like you, you experienced this and then what well, happened after this? Um, my girlfriend at the time, her dad actually started a church. Okay. Yeah. So he started a church with another guy and tried to get my dad to start the church too. But my dad had actually during this time period, um, came to the conviction that he should not be preaching because of my oldest brother. Okay. Because he was uh, just, I mean, they were dealing majorly with a lot of his rebellion. I mean, he was... Second oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second oldest brother. Sorry. Yeah. One of your older brothers. One of my older brothers. Yeah, I have two older brothers. And uh, so he was like, no, I shouldn't be preaching because I have a child who's, you know, in major rebellion. I should put my focus on him, which is, you know, it's a conviction. Like, that's fine. Yeah, and that's that's debated, but it's good he went with his conscience, you know. But anyway, go on. So I started going to that church. I actually was going to two churches. I was going with my parents. They ended up going to, no, 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 they went. They went to that church too. So we started going to that church. Things progressed with me and the girl. And um, we ended up merging with another church later on too. But me and her actually ended up uh, getting married, at, like, right after we turned 18. So, um, well, we got engaged. I guess I can say, talk about when we got engaged. We got engaged, and things just kind of 
started falling apart from there. Yeah. And um, should have, should have, you know, noticed the red flags, but was kind of blinded by a lot of things and thought marriage would fix them. Yeah, been there. Yeah, I was like, no, marriage will fix all this. And, I mean, I wasn't, I I had a lot of flaws at this point still, too. Um, Now I'm perfect. But uh, (laughs) I just, you better be. Notice how I I said that. (laughs) But we ended up. I mean, I'm not going to be convinced you're a Christian until you are. I mean. (laughs) I'm getting close. I'm getting close. But uh, we ended up getting married. Um. Pretty much from marriage on, it wasn't the greatest. It, it kind of went, started going downhill. And um, I would say this is when I experienced more what I was talking about when I mentioned earlier with um, in my 20s, not really knowing whether I was saved then. Is I think a yeah. lot of it stemmed from this too. If I noticed uh, looking back now, like there was a lot of backsliding throughout my marriage um of well some of it was just uh giving up to of yeah. fighting the battles of you know just passivity yeah and just yeah just giving up on arguing over things and at this point too I still had a really bad like I didn't have good doctrine I didn't have a good understanding of of roles really I should have like I had no excuse like I was in a solid church and, um, but yeah, a lot of uh, just being passive and, um, which led into just, uh, I mean, just a bad relationship in general on both of our sides and led back into, cause I'd went for a long time without struggling with pornography and yeah. then th- that led back into pornography Yeah, and which just, I think caused even more problems of, of within the marriage and stuff. But as time went on, like there was a lot of times where I would really push to try and not to try and like puff myself up, but try and push to fix issues. Like I would just notice. And then even started, I started getting really convicted over a lot of things going on within the marriage. And was like, this has like, we have to fix these things. And eventually it led to, um, falling back into the passive state and then eventually led to her um kind of randomly actually it's 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 kind of wild just randomly terrible terrible way to do this but texting me that she wasn't going to be home when I came home from work wow so and um so that just led to uh a pretty good long battle of I mean, this is a couple, we're two and a half years, three years in. Of marriage. Yeah, of marriage. Yeah. And that led to a good long battle of, because I, I refused to get divorced because, I, I mean, I, obviously I have a, I believe, biblical view of divorce that, you know, there was no grounds for it. So I fought and went to uh, some, like, so-called counselors, which were very bad that's when I learned, okay, you really need to be discerning about who you go to counseling, who with. gives yeah. counsel yeah. just because they throw the name Christian. Cause a lot of counselors out there suck. Yeah. And the counselor we went to as a couple was not the worst. Like he gave some pretty, like he would, uh, he would use the Bible 
but his advice was still pretty bad. He had a really bad understanding of marriage too. Now that I look back and then she was getting counsel on the side from a Christian psychologist, fantastic Christian therapist, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it was, and it was, uh, do whatever makes you happy. Love yourself. Yeah. You have to, you have to be able able to love yourself. Like, and if you need to remove yourself from this situation, that's what's best for you. And, um, I mean, that just fed into it like majorly because that's what she wanted to hear. And needless to say, it, 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 we ended up, it, she filed for a divorce. We got divorced. But, um, I'm I'm losing my train of thought. I don't really know. No. Well, no. Like, so what age is this at? Like, so. Yeah, you're, you're decently into your twenties now, right? 22, I think. 22. Okay. okay. I think I was 22 then. So 15 years ago. Yeah. 15 years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not my age. <laughs> okay. I, I, I got, I thought I've had it, but, and then. Um, if he was your age, that'd be 20 years ago, Dad. I know. Trying yeah. to make you feel God, old. That was, so old. That was the whole goal of that. <laughs> I know. Just make him feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're like over halfway to death. <laughs> I tell my wife and kids that all the time. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're closer to glory than us then. True. That's, that's the way I see it. Unless, unless I drive really fast. Unless the Lord fast. returns. <laughs> Unless the Lord returns, yeah. too. Bye, Unless Andy. we Same just time. engage in really risky activities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start, like, skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, well, continue. I mean, one of us can go skydiving. just from choking on our lunch tomorrow. Is yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I wish. I'm not packing a lunch I mean, <laughs> If you had to go, that's the way to go. Game, yeah. baby. Yeah. That's right. I agree. But anyway. Anyways, um, so, yeah, that happened. I, I'm this. This sounds stupid, but I'm pretty sure I was 22. <laughs> hey, I understand. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I just don't think about it much. I don't think about my age very much. Like when I think no, I look. Yeah, I totally understand because I. I oh well, I can, I can, I yeah. can give you a time frame. It was 2020. Mm-hmm. So like this was like right after lockdowns, like initial 14 days to slow the spread. Yeah. Like not long after that was when we first like. She was like, I'm done. Which, wonderful time. Wonderful yeah, time. Yeah, already a very chipper time in, mm-hmm. the, yeah, in the country. Yeah, yeah. I'm working like stupid hours because my job, like, and then can't do anything. I, it, was, it, was, it was easily some of the worst time of my life. Like, it was just so miserable. And um, It's a very anxious time for really just everybody. Yeah. And then add that on top of that, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I remember looking back and like, dude, I just felt sick for like, yeah, a year. Yeah, I could, like I just could because imagine. I, just I felt yeah. sick and wasn't just hearing you talk that. about it yeah. makes me feel sick right yeah. now. I just <laughs> I'm I re- not even joking. I, by I, had, way. I had a cough for like three months and stuff, and I think it was just because of stress. Like just yeah. stress was very, so high. Very could have been, yeah. And I was just working. I wasn't sleeping. I was working a lot of hours. I wasn't sleeping. Probably lost a lot of weight. No. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing any physical he's activity. Like, he's like, no, man. I, I that lot. came that came later. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I wasn't one of those like I'm not one of those people that get stressed and like I can't eat. Oh, I lost a lot. Man, of Man, I wish yeah. I was. I, me too. I like was, I used to be. That's yeah. how I, I used am. to be. I get yeah. stressed. I can't eat. 
I, I, I used to be, but now it's like, man, give, give me some cupcakes or something. Yeah. Like, I was, man, comfort I was, food all the way. I ate so much Chick-fil-A, <laughs> dude. Like, it was ridiculous. Dude, that's how my girlfriend knows something's majorly wrong. If we sit down to eat dinner and I'm, like, not eating at all, she's like, ooh, yeah, see, something's, no, something's not right. <laughs> He's like, it's when he eats more. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, is that up? why you didn't eat all those nachos the other day? <laughs> no, that's because the, the nacho platter they brought out was a metric ton of nachos, and I yeah. couldn't eat it all. Man, I think so much nachos. It was stupid. Anyways, but continue. Anyways, after that, that was like, we're looking at like fall 2020. I, not to be a stereotype, went and bought a sports car. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Muscle car. Which not a, to be a stereotype, but you were. I was, yeah. <laughs> Muscle which is car. funny too, because everybody, but I actually was planning on buying that car way before that. But it just And it's a good car too. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, bought, <laughs> when I went through my divorce, I bought a GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought an Xbox and a sports car. No, I'm just kidding. I already had an Xbox. But uh, anyways, for the next year, I guess it was about a year. Yeah. I'm trying to work through the time in my head. Yeah. was really rough. I started trying to just figure things out, um, under, trying to understand what to do with myself, really. Cause you're just kind of left like, like, I, I mean, I, you know, almost feeling like I had no purpose. Yeah. Like, especially you're talking COVID time. So it's like, I was in a really small church. I actually quit going oh, to, man, the, I, I felt purposeless during COVID. That's yeah. for sure. But I quit, yeah. I quit going to that church actually not because the, there was really, really solid, good people there that helped me a lot through this whole situation. Like helped me majorly. Um, gave me a lot of really good advice, but her dad was still a teacher, like a elder there. Yeah. So um, I didn't leave on a bad note. I I spoke with a bunch of people there about it, and just kind of was like, "Well, I feel like I should, you know, go find a different church." And um, anyways. So I kind of struggled, like, looking around for a church. Ended up just going to where my dad was filling and preaching at somewhere at this time. So I just started going with them, sitting with me, my parents, and 15 old people. <laughs> and I'm I'm not even kidding. It was it was just. Oh, yeah. I know the yeah. exact kind of church you're talking about. It so was. It was. Uh, being very legit. Uh, definitely a dying church. Um but and then things just literally like, yeah literally literally a dying church <laughs> well every church is a dying church it's true technically, but. <laughs> except we're eternal we're, we're all dying yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is since true. we're born we all start the process of dying true but and then i were um for about a almost a year i went until about the next summer summer 2021 i started really struggling with things again just really like trying to figure out, um, I mean, one, just struggling with loneliness, um, just yeah. trying to find a purpose, trying to figure out why, like I was really struggling with my, um, assurance. Yeah. Like I was questioning if I was saved like every other day, um, started getting in a really dark spot. Um, and then I remember, and praise God for this, I remember um, I hadn't even talked to her. There was a coworker I had, a really solid Christian guy, and um, I hadn't even talked to him about like hardly any of this. 
Like, yeah. like we weren't like super close. We just, we talked a lot, but not like really. Personal. And you're working at a warehouse right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was working at Walmart distribution and, um, I remember he came up to me randomly one day and I think he knew, I, I mean, obviously he knew I was, I was really struggling. Like I looked like I was on death's door like every day. And so it was pretty. You have been eating so much, <laughs> <laughs> but not sleeping. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sleeping good at this point. This, but this wasn't Man, really. This guy is big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to be in such good shape. It's but a- I wasn't really uh, struggling with just the aspect of like, like I had, I had kind of came to a conclusion in my mind of like the divorce, things like that. Like that wasn't what I was really struggling with anymore. I mean, there were still aspects well, of it. Well, at this point, it sounds like it's just straight-up depression. Yeah, it was just really bad depression. and Which, been there, yeah. sucks. Jonathan's headphones is about to die. No, I'm good. Oh, you're, not, you're good? It probably is, but no, I'm No, just things oh, okay. were coming through. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, anyways. So, what did he... He he came up to you or he, something? He came up to me. Thank you for helping me get back to that thought. <laughs> but he came up to me and just randomly... I had not spoken to him about this all. And um, trying to figure out what to do with myself. And he comes up to me and just says, he's like, you're a young guy. You're single. He's like, you need to get involved in a church and start serving. And he's like, because you're just like wasting your time just having fun, like doing nonsense, you know, like. Okay. So what you're telling me is this guy shot an arrow straight to your heart? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like legit gut wrenching like i didn't do much work the rest of the day because i was like i felt terrible man i know what you mean i felt so bad i was like because it, it like it's like everything just came into yeah focus where straight I was like, to the point yeah i was like okay yeah this guy is like on point like this is like that hurt yeah yeah it's like great when that happens but also really sucky <laughs> like yeah. in the moment Dude. and i remember i think it was the exact same day <clears throat> Just to show God's providence in all this, too. I went to my, I was going to eat dinner with my parents. And I remember telling, um, or I was going to go tell my parents, like, hey, I'm not going to come to church with y'all anymore. I'm going to go visit this church in another city that we all currently go to. But I didn't know. I just heard of it, but I didn't know much about it. Remember when I showed up to my parents' house, my mom said, hey, uh, your dad's not going to preach this Sunday for some other guy was going to preach something. He's going to let this like younger guy get fill in. And he's like, he's going to take a break and he wants to go visit this church that we all go to. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And, and she's like, do you want to go with us? And which just like, I remember even in that moment realizing like, okay, wow, this is like, you're like, sweet. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Like, this is this makes no sense. Like, this is what I was coming to tell you about. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, it's, no, go. So, let, let me get this right. We ended up meeting you. Was that the first time that you were there? Like, no, 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 he no came y'all had already been there, right? Yeah. I yeah. came, first time I came was August. Late, and it was I, like the last Sunday. I didn't of meet you till January. Yeah, it was like January, December, I think, when we met. It was in this of what year? Twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was something like that. I think that. it was December because I think actually my birthday happened after I met yeah, you. Yeah, I think it was so. December. Um, yeah, so we had just started going to the church, too. Anyway, this is all irrelevant. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Y'all have been coming for a little bit longer than 
me. Which yeah. my sister had started hanging out with your sisters before I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Before I even started coming to church, they met each other because yeah. my parents came and visited back in like 2020 or something like that for a little bit. Okay. And so they knew each other. And um, anyways, uh, still came to the church. Uh, was still struggling for a while. Got was still like deeply depressed. Um, you also lived like an hour, an hour away. So yeah, it's hard true. to make friends when you're yeah, I had, living I over had an almost, hour away. Almost no friends at this point. Um, which isn't, which, I mean, it does play into it. Definitely. Like it matters having people. I mean, not having fellowship, not yeah. having fellowship, having people yeah. to talk to, reach out to. And so I had family, but it's, it's not the same. It's, it's not always the same. No. Um, and my family helped a lot. My my mom helped a lot throughout this time with encouraging me. But I got really, I was still struggling, deeply depressed. Um, even got like suicidal for a little bit. Um, just really, really struggling. And looking back, I just see, I view it as, I think God was just disciplining me because I was struggling with a lot of sin. And I just view, like like I was saying earlier, I think it's just God's providence of moving, removing me from bad situations and just kind of pushing me forward. Yeah. And, like, it came with a lot of pain. Yeah. And, um, but, like, started getting connected to the church a little bit and just started um, working my way. I mean, I just remember thinking, like, after a few Sundays, I was like, okay, like I'm going to work my way to moving here. Cause it's like, I need, yeah, I need fellowship. I need to, and I just really desired to serve. I was like, I need to serve a church. Like I need to do something with myself. And that kind of, I guess, I don't know that led to this point. Yeah. And so Amen. I ended up meeting all y'all three. It's amazing yep. to see yep. God's providence and, all these different aspects in yeah. your life and Which, how he's cared for you. Interestingly, I think I never even got to the point where we met because actually leading up to that, like I had like almost, I had very little friends, very little, uh, yeah, was kind of in a similar spot. Not, not probably as bad, but definitely was dealing with depression. And then, uh, yeah, ended up meeting you. it's funny because the reason why I even met you is because I saw the guy in the hoodie, the NF hoodie, the N- yeah. Yeah, the which, NF was, hoodie. which yeah. was not because I was depressed <laughs> is because I just went to a concert. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I wasn't like hold some on, weird somebody else listens to NF? Because, I mean, NF wasn't really known then. No. Yeah. Not, he not, was popular. No, this was after the album Perception. He was known. No, he, yeah, he was hey, Let me Google known. who NF is real quick. <laughs> anyway. Are you but, serious? One second. But we got to go see him recently. It was yeah, a blast. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, so we got to know you cool then. Deal. That's awesome. But what's, what's incredible is hearing of God's grace and the way that he carries has carried all of us through and although we have all different backgrounds all different stories just man we're we're a mess (laughs) left to ourselves you know and god has used all the circumstances even the worst of circumstances to bring us to our total dependence upon him and and the, the unbeliever cannot say that everything bad in their life has a purpose in, in, in the sense of like a Christian can. Yeah. Like, yeah. like everything bad that happens in our lives, that's terrible. And, and, and that, you know, 
man, I'm not saying it's enjoyable at all, and I'm not like making light of it even, but it serves a purpose. Yeah, yeah, and well, and, and yeah, well, and, and it, well, it's like if because we're adopted, because we're part right. of the the family of God, we can know that God is always working all things together for our good. That's right. Yeah, I mean, and it's like without that, you have no hope, and then everything that you're doing is vain because nothing is done to the glory of God, your Father. That's right. Yeah, yeah. matters is really it's, encouraging getting the. Um, here's kind of the full testimony, especially because when we started hanging out, it was like you're right coming out of that really hard season. Yeah. And then I've got, uh, over the past couple of years, really got to just sit there and watch you go from that point to where you're at now. And um, Yeah, and I still don't grown, like you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, grown, you've grown a lot. You're, you're about to be my brother-in-law, and I... Uh, it's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. I couldn't ask for a better better brother in law. So no, honestly, actually, I didn't know you well at all until we started doing, <laughs> until I started coming onto this pod, podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like because I remember meeting you a couple times. I'm like genuinely, guys. I only met Matt a couple times before it we was started like, yeah, this podcast. Very briefly. Yeah. Yeah. And like I had hardly ever talked yeah. to him or anything like that. But man, when I first met him, he rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably because I hit on his girlfriend. Yeah, that's no, probably it. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, I'm kidding. No, no. All, all joking aside, man, it, it has been awesome to see God work in your life. And since yeah. I've even known you, just seeing you uh, grow in, in that way, and it's a testimony yeah. to the grace and, and the power that Christ has in our lives. I yeah. mean, it's all glory to Christ. It's because Christ working in our lives, and, and we've seen it in your life, and, and it's been encouraging. Um to see that. Yeah. And, 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 and it's encouraging to me to like, I mean, it's, it's like we were talking about in the first step. It's a lot of this is subjective, you know, it's not, but I still thank God for even the small things of all this stuff of leading, leading me to the church. Like you said, the, the atheist or the person who doesn't believe in God, the good or the bad thing happens to them. It's meaningless. Yeah. There's no, there's, you know, they have, there's no point, no rhyme, no, point. no reason. Yeah, to it. It's even the good things don't have a point. And it's yeah. like, but like, I can look at the bad things and see God's providence and see God's sovereignty through that. And then look at the good things too. And I can praise God through both, but I can look at the good things of yeah. meeting three, all three of y'all, which I consider really, you know, my best friends and then meeting your daughter. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's just a wonderful thing. And I thank God for yeah, that, well, you know, and I think it's amazing. One, if I can just plug this in real quick, I said this already, but sort of how similar that Jonathan's testimony is to your testimony, because it's almost like you meeting his daughter in a sense. It's like, he's the perfect guy to sort of be your stepfather or not stepfather. <laughs> Father-in-law? <laughs> Your father-in-law? I can't believe I said that. You're his step- I have so many questions. You know? Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean father-in-law. <laughs> We're half-brothers? <laughs> I'm getting yeah. adopted. All right. Um, that's... Uh, <laughs> We're we're like brothers, only closer. Yeah, if he's gonna marry my daughter first, we gotta adopt him. <laughs> it is Arkansas. Oh man, this is Arkansas. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was a bad no. But no, no mis- you're right. Misspoken words, but it's like God's yeah. providence is even in in yeah, even who, in those- who your daughter's father is. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how do you still manage to make that sound even wor- worse? He, he, he still said your daughter. <laughs> he's talking to Matt. He's, he's all over the place. My future we, father. Man, your Sam, daughter's father. Sam, hey, you. hey, Sam. You're your own father in law. I actually don't. Just forget everything. Sam, I just said. shut it down. Just we all know what you're I trying said. to say. You know what I'm trying to say. But just right. forget everything I said. <laughs> I'm done for the night. <laughs> oh no, you're not because yeah. we have a segment. We oh, do. that's right. And it is breaking news. <laughs> so, breaking news where we all pull up just dumb stories. So, <laughs> if I can get Sam to participate, he can't he can't get over it, man. Dude, but my chest actually hurts. <laughs> yeah, I Your I daughter's father. <laughs> Which hopefully is you. <laughs> this so might good. take a minute. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm doing a Florida man one. Of course, it's a Florida man one. Dude, it's just, it's just so funny. I've got a Florida man one, too. Yeah. I got a Florida man. Oh, I have so one, good. too. Yeah. All right. Florida man killed by alligator while hiding from cops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was... Hey, that could have been you. You said you were running from cops. <laughs> True. <laughs> Not in Florida, though. Not, Not in, in Florida. a swamp. I did hide in a bush one time. Yeah. Mm. Climbed into the middle of this huge bush and had from security. It wasn't cops, but it was security. That was fun. But anyways, uh, yeah, well, let me read. An 11-foot gator breaking into the home. Hold oh, on. He broke into a home, hiding from the cops. And I guess they had a... Hold on. The 11-foot gator broke into the home and was hiding from cops? I'm confused by this wording. But I, no, I think he broke into the home <laughs> and was hiding from the police. I like, <laughs> and I guess there's an 11 11-foot alligator just hanging out in this home. And when the police found him, he was missing body parts. We'll just put it like that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm the, so confused by that story. The the rule is is in Florida, I believe either it could go either way. Yeah, either yeah. the alligator broke the, into the, the home the, he yeah. was hiding, or he broke into the home the alligator was hiding. <laughs> <laughs> he broke into the alligator's it's, home. It's really not clear. It just says Allegedly breaking into a now home. now I just imagine the alligator pulling that scene from Batman where the guy's like where are you and he's like oh, here and it's like <laughs> but it's, it said it was an alligator and he just ate him yeah Dude, that's crazy but, all right so I got one uh, a man in Florida was dubbed by a sheriff's office as the dumb criminal of the week after he was caught trying to assemble a stolen electric razor scooter in front of the target he is accused of stealing it from. <laughs> So That's it's got awesome. pictures of this guy literally in front of the shopping carts assembling put, put the razor, the, the electric razor scooter. That's awesome. Wow. Like after he steals it. He's like, no, just, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not me. This oh, is, what? No, I just I, I lost the receipt. He's like trying he to like get away rips. real quick. He's trying to assemble it real <laughs> but fast. But that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it up just that's actually what I'm get thinking. Out of here. Like, he's like, hey, man, the only one I'm going to get out of here is if I have the electric scooter. So he yeah. just starts assembling it as soon as he gets out the door. You know what, you know what happened? It's easier than it is. No, it like you know what later. happened is he thought it was put together in the box. And he opened it and was like, 
crap. I gotta put this together. But yeah. wouldn't like, you just how am I gonna walk off it? and leave? No. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That's like, why wait, I gotta in for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Target, can I use your plugins real quick? Do you have any plugins? I really need to get this scooter charged so I can get away from these cops outside. Get away from this gator. You say that sarcastically, but that's like could be reality for it, sure. It, it ain't likely is what happened. This guy definitely is not not in his right mind. All right. Am I going? Someone else go. Yeah. Harmless? Think again. Florida man arrested for giving wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did he give it to? Uh, I'm getting there. A man has been arrested An for, alligator. for being... Yes. <laughs> no. A man is, has been arrested for being belligerent and giving his girlfriend a wet willy. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Sheriff's deputy went to the home uh. after Joseph's girlfriend told the authorities he was drunk and living for and she returned from work. According to a half David, she said, uh, I can't pronounce the dude's name. Uh, basically, uh, went to their second, I guess they had like a second home. And then on the way home, he, he literally just said, gave her wet away by sticking his wet finger in her ear. <laughs> you got arrested for and, this? And yeah, she, she, uh, called uh, the cops and they arrested him. She said he's being belligerent. He was charged with battery. That's petty. And then he ran from the police and got yeah, eaten by an alligator. My he denies being drunk. My guess is that he was goofing around and then she was really mad at him and she went psycho girlfriend on him and called the cops. <laughs> okay. yeah. Ooh, it's way, just a wet willy. All right, really Sam, funny. you get you got one. <laughs> yeah, I got one. All right, and now I'm going to do another one because okay. I think it's just perfect with the other one I did. Okay, so this one's a Florida man. Florida man sus- <laughs> He can't even get it out. Oh no. Florida <laughs> Florida man suspected of smelling women's feet <laughs> at a library <laughs> leads police on scooter chase. <laughs> what? With scooter. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. This is all connected. This is all connected. Hold the dude on. runs with the scooter. Hides in the house with an 11-foot alligator. Gets eaten. Case closed. <laughs> I think it is all. But before that, I think he lived in Alaska. True. Be- because oh, this is the reason why. What's up with people doing like the crime and just going out in the parking also, lot? Also, while he lived in Alaska, he gave his girlfriend a wet willy and was arrested. Well, <laughs> That's what it was. Look. It froze her ear. It froze her ear. It was and, an Alaskan bank robber who was caught immediately after his heist while counting his loot outside the targeted branch was nabbed again <laughs> Monday trying to rob the same bank. So he goes out, robs the bank. He goes out in the parking lot and counts up the gas he got. Like, dude... <laughs> What is wrong with these people? Walk more than 100 yards before you yeah. start to take stock. Oh, man, that's so funny. That is terrible. Yeah. Sam, you're still laughing over there. What you Yours got? Yours just oh, Hold on. No, it's hold, just on. The same we, story. hold on. We, we, we passed on Sam's a little bit too quickly because there was something in there that we had to really... <laughs> we had it. Hold on. For smelling women's feet. <laughs> Here, let me read. For, let for me try one thing, to read. How does this happen? I'll try to read it again, but without uh, bre- breaking down here. Uh, Florida man suspected of smelling women's feet at library <laughs> leads police <laughs> on scooter chase. <laughs> I'm just wondering and, uh, how. <laughs> the end of. <laughs> mean, what does that police call sound like? I mean. This guy is sniffing everybody's feet. Like, I mean, just, how does this happen in a library? What is what is the telltale sign? Is he walking around like just literally yeah, getting so down on the ground? FIU, which I think is Florida International University. Um, 
But yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> it said the man with an apparent foot fetish. <laughs> was uh, yeah, going apparently. Up, like under tables oh, smelling wow. women's feet and then uh, oh, try to run away on a scooter. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I know it probably means like a moped or something. But no, I like to think no, it's a razor. It's a scooter. I was to a scooter. think it's the electric razor scooter that he stole from Target. Target. Yeah. He tried to charge. Yeah. Got charged and then took off. And then was, was hiding from the cops. Gave his girlfriend a wet willy at some point. Yeah. And then ran from the cops and got ate by alligator. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're all the same person. Yep. Yeah. We just didn't know. <laughs> Then when he, well, no, this guy. I mean, died. I think maybe we, ought, maybe we ought to be detectives. I mean, this uh, is pretty. Yeah, I mean, we can draw lines really well. Yeah, yeah, draw, Clearly. draw connections. Clearly. All right, so that's it for uh, for this not man enough episode. Uh, catch us next week. We'll be back.